All right, this is January 12th. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Devin. And this is the Basketball Buds Podcast. There you go. All right, so quick story time. Um, about the first time I fo- first smoked my first cigarette, um, it was a dark alley, right? Yeah. Um, walking down the dark alley in my local hometown, uh, Houston, Texas. Um, yeah, they, got, they got a lot of alleys out there. There are quite a bit of alleys. <laughs> so I'm walking down it, right? And uh, all of a sudden, the sh- man in the shadows says, hey, smoke the dark and you agreed you're yeah, just like of course. okay i cool. mean i was in the alley okay. what else was i gonna do so i walk over to the man in the shadows i uh he, hit, he opens a pack of marlboros and he's like here here you go take one <laughs> so he gives me one right now i'm scared scared of my mind you got a light <laughs> yeah no no he pulled out the light turns on the light right he's like suck it and i'm like oh okay sir so i start smoking the cigarette and i'm like it's like you know smoke the whole thing I'm like, okay, okay. So I do. And uh, he walks out of the shadows. And it's James Harden. Like, lo and behold. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of James yeah, Harden. Speaking of James Harden, <laughs> our, first, uh, our first piece of story today about mm-hmm. his whole uh, little outburst. Yeah. Yeah. He's out of Houston piece, for sure. Yeah, he's out of. Yeah. The, uh, the beard himself, or maybe we should call him the bulk now based on how much weight he's, weight he's yeah. been gaining in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody saw that video. Just like <laughs> the dude's fat. Gallivanting around the uh, the court. Yeah. No, uh, what do you guys what do you guys think about uh, about that whole situation? There's a there's a lot to unpack and it's been going on for a little while, but I think this is the final straw. Um and I think now it's just looking at where he's going to go from here. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny that like I think yesterday the Rockets really uh, yeah, I think James Harden Really likes this situation is going to stick there. Yeah, maybe yeah. And, and then today, <laughs> and then he's, he's just, like, "No, no." He's like, uh, "I mean, let's read the quote. I have it right here." Yeah, I, re- I remember a little tidbit. It was like, "I've I've done uh, everything I can. For, <laughs> I love this city. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done everything that I, I can to to continue this, and I just I don't I don't uh, I don't think it's going to be fixable." Mm-hmm. And then he just he just walks after, off the, after uh, all these years. Makes sense that this this year would be the one that all this goes down. Yeah, I mean, so speaking on what you said earlier, Devin, about mm-hmm. you know he's obviously gone. He obviously doesn't want to be in Houston. Yeah. But what are some places that we could possibly look at for James Harden being moved? Um, I mean, we've been hearing for a long time trade rumors for the 76ers and the Nets. Um, I mean, I don't really like the Nets personally. There's only so much ball to go around, and having three superstars on one team is going to be kind of but I mean, um, there's a lot of been a lot of those rumors right now with Kyrie because Kyrie stepped away, and yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, apparently the Nets organization is not very happy. Yeah. Uh, with him in this situation, so what do you think about so. a potential uh, Kyrie for Harden swap? Yeah, I mean, primary ball handlers for their team. Uh, I think it would be possibly good for the Rockets, possibly mm-hmm. good for the Nets. I mean, I think it would be. It would make a lot of sense for both teams. I, the only question on. I really have for the Rockets is, mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously, if you're training James Harden, you have to get a superstar back. Yeah. Uh, but is Kyrie the superstar you want back? Because, I mean, you have yeah, John Wall in that backcourt. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie just kind of seems like one of those people who at, like, a moment's notice would just be like, ah, I quit basketball. Yeah, exactly. He's a, definitely mm-hmm. a, a baby of basketball, yeah. Mm-hmm. He just kind of throws his fits and... Here and there, you know. I mean, it's undoubtable he's a good player. Yeah, no. But is he worth uh, the drama? Yeah, that is true. Um, I think that's the the question the Houston Rockets are asking themselves right now. Jake, do you have any dark horse candidates for a James Harden trade? Uh, 
I don't. I don't have quite many other than, like, yeah, the Nets and the 76ers. Although, I think all these organizations have to take into account, like, his, his professionalism in this case. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it, it was very it was very out of line for him. Regardless, I understand, you know, people have their own personal opinions about what's going on. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this man has it's – it's, it's a job. It's a contract mm-hmm. he signed in order to – A lot you know, of money. And a big contract, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a big contract. Because he he is a superstar out there, mm-hmm. so they're paying him you know a, a pretty high for the Rockets on there, and you know for him to essentially say like oh I've done everything I can yeah I'm not going to do this anymore and I mean he has I mean like he's yeah, choked in the playoffs yes yeah. he has I mean like you know they were what was it against the Warriors a few years back where they were yeah. they went like six for twenty seven mm. on yeah. threes I mean that's supposed to be like James Harden's big thing that's yes, like bread and butter yeah. yeah. It's yeah. bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I just think but, that all these, um, all these organizations just have to. They have to take that into account. Like, do they want? Do they want somebody like this on their, mm-hmm. on their but team? But I mean, also for organizations maybe like outside of your, yeah, big name brands, mm-hmm. is it worth it? I mean, you saw it with um, Toronto when they got Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. kind of as a like, you know, Kawhi wanted to go to an LA team, mm-hmm. um, and then. Toronto came out of nowhere, and Kawhi was the last piece they needed yeah. to yeah. step over the hump. Is there like you know? I was thinking, you know, uh, not. I don't think the if the Magic got James Harden, I don't think they win the title. Yeah, but a yeah, team no. like the Magic, mm-hmm. you know, um, the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, that would be interesting. interesting you know, you well. switch it up with. Um, I'd be interested to see his uh, his cooperation with yeah. uh, Zion as well as uh, Zion. Zion. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> And Bi, you know, Lonzo, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they do have some young assets they could give up. Yeah, and I think that experience is something that the Pelicans has, has been needing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Eric Bledsoe is definitely not doing it for them. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, they've been hurting since the uh, the AD trade quite mm-hmm. some time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know what's their what's their record so far. I feel like they've been uh, doing relatively well, but I, I feel know. like they're underperforming huh. for everybody who thought they were going to. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, I think Zion's definitely doing about as expected. Um, mm-hmm. The same as he once he came back from the injury. Yeah, Pelicans are yeah. four and five. Four and five. Four and five. Okay, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I think they're uh, an interesting team. I like watching them play for sure. But we'll uh, we'll have to see if they make it to the playoffs. All right, and with that, I think we're going to take our first break. We'll get right back to it. All righty. <laughs> No, so I'm uh, on the topic of disappointment. Just a little, a little off-branded story. Um, I was, I was a good, a decent uh, eight years old, I would say, when uh, mm-hmm. this happened. Maybe, maybe a little bit younger. Uh, we, me, my brother, and my father, we were at a, uh, a Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, so, at here, we're just, I think we we're just picking up sheets for uh, my my father's mattress. You made a mess, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. And so we get the sheets or whatever. We go to checkout, and you know, little eight-year-old me, I have a curious mind. I see um, I see this little this little flashlight kind of thing here, and it's a it's a little keychain, uh, pig flashlight. So when you you press on its uh, its back, and it would start oinking. <laughs> All right, so it's it's a little flashlight. It would it'd like do a little glimmer of light, and then go it oink oink kind of thing. Yeah. And so, so I didn't really understand the uh, the concept of stealing, right? <laughs> And so I just shoved it right in my pocket, you know, of course, mine now. and so my dad buys the sheets, you know, me, my brother, and my dad, we all walk out. And while, while we're doing that, I'm just like, I'm just oinking on it. I'm just, <laughs> I keep pressing it. It keeps making noise and stuff. Somehow my father does not 
he does not recognize that there's like oinking sounds and lights going off in the car ride home. So we get to, uh, we get to his apartment at the time. And um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going up the stairs. I'm playing with this little pig toy. My dad, he, he looks behind him. He's like, son, what is that? Like, where did you get that? And I'm like, it's a pig toy. And so he just, he looks at me. And I've never seen the same kind of disappointment on his face other than like yesterday when I told him. I feel like you see it a lot. Yeah, I see it a lot. But like just ultimate disappointment as he just, just guns it for me. He's like, oh, now I have to go back to Bed Bath & Beyond. I have to go here. You're going to have to apologize. And so we go back to the Bed Bath & Beyond. You know, I'm in tears because I was, I was a sensitive boy. You have to understand. You still are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I go in and I, I apologize. It's like this this 16 or 17-year-old like <laughs> high school student that doesn't care. And there's like, keep it. <laughs> and my dad's like oh no 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 he has to give it back and like that that's just a story of like just big disappointments i had to get rid of that as well yeah you couldn't even keep it after that you oinked it too many times yeah i oinked it too many times i wasn't allowed to keep it we, <laughs> le we left disappointment which i mean can be it can be loosely equated yeah equated to uh the disappointments we've seen in the league as of mm -hmm. as of so far um, what would you guys say would be like one of the, one of the more disappointing teams that you've seen, you know, underperforming? Um, for sure, the the Trailblazers, and I mean, I'm a, a relatively big Trailblazers fan. I really like their lineup. Um, huge fan of Dame uh, as well as CJ, but I don't know. I think uh, a lot of their players have been underperforming to what I thought they were going to this year, um, especially in the the draft as well. They just didn't really pick up any new prospects that I thought would work well with the team, and while their record seems relatively good, I just I don't know if I see them making the playoffs, and I feel like they're a, a playoff caliber team, and I would be really disappointed if they don't. Um, especially Yusuf Nurkic has been underperforming. Um, I mean, McCollum has been having to carry the team and pick up some slack from the uh, the other players. So I think they have a, a lot of room for improvement in the rest of the season. I'm I'm hoping to see it, but I at this point do not expect it. Speaking of like a two guard kind of team, mm -hmm. um, one disappointment that I really noticed is the um, the Wizards, the Washington Wizards with yes, uh, yeah. Bradley Beal and John Wall. Because mm -hmm. there is no way Bradley Beal should put up sixty points a game. And yeah, they lose. and still lose. Yeah, and I mean like their that team, is... it, they shouldn't be this bad. No. I mean, I mean, a, a lot of their players aren't. Uh, that great at all like mm -hmm. Rui Hachimura for instance but uh, I like Rui Hachimura I, I, I don't know but he came from yeah. Gonzaga which is like my favorite team, <laughs> okay so. yeah fair enough hometown uh but yeah I mean it's just one of those things like you know over over the the break like you know Russell Westbrook you mm -hmm. saw him with that Wizards team was like oh wow this is yeah a new Russell Westbrook it's yeah. not and now you know, uh, with the the injury and everything we're gonna have mm -hmm. to see uh how the rest of the team can pick up what he's uh, highly doubt behind. they're going to be able to, but. but yeah, I, I likewise do as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, what would what would you say? You know, on the flip side, because we want to add a little uh, a little positivity to our little uh, mm -hmm. thing here. But what would you say? Who's who's overperforming? Some mm -hmm. unexpected success in the league. Indeed. Um, the Suns. Yeah. I mean, God, the the Suns. Like I don't know how many times I can say this. Chris Paul, like even even before Chris Paul with the, the bubble performance 
it was just it was some fantastic basketball to watch. I'm a huge Devin Booker fan, so I'm glad to see that he has another uh, star level player that he can play with, and that is able to effectively um, make him a better player. And CP3 is doing that and doing that fantastically. So I'm I'm excited to see the rest of their games. And I think the Suns have done a really good job of building a team like around Devin Booker and yes. Chris Paul was just a fantastic mm-hmm. final addition. Cause like yeah. Mikael Bridge is fantastic. Yeah. You know, the typical prospect you look at when you say three and D mm-hmm. like when you want a three and D prospect to pan out, exactly. Mikael Bridges is a perfect example of yeah, that. You point uh, him to that. Yeah. Cam Johnson, great stretch for, mm-hmm. um, sad to see Ubre go, but you know, yeah. he's <laughs> underperforming in, yeah. in the Warriors. Another now, underperformer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I, uh, that's been, Unfortunately, now, took like him three for twenty-seven on yeah. threes. It's it's just atrocious at this point. I, I am, mean, for someone to trade Kelly Oubre for Devin Booker in fantasy, <laughs> that'd be such a travesty. Uh, it would, yeah. but you know, uh, if they were to trade Kelly Oubre and Victor Oladipo, then at least it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. out a little bit. And speaking of Victor Oladipo, another team that's been performing really well this season, yes. I think, is. Um, the Indiana Pacers, like I think a lot of people mm-hmm. saw them as like a middle of the road Eastern Conference team. You yeah. know, they were a team I that was did, yeah. probably going to make the playoffs unless mm-hmm. some big injury AC. happened. Yeah, but I mean, like they legitimately have two All Star candidates mm-hmm. on their team with uh, not even Victor Oladipo. Like yeah. Victor Oladipo's one thing I've really liked about his game is the transition from an athletic, you know, kind of main ball guy to more of a yeah uh, shooter. Mm-hmm. But Malcolm Brogdon, which is and, hard to uh, do, yeah. For sure, especially coming off of what was it, an Achilles injury that he had? Um, something like that. Yeah, a leg, a leg injury. Really, yeah, uh, one that's hard to come back from. Oh yeah. Um, but Demontis Sabonis is really, um, plays an old school kind of game, but I mean, mm-hmm. it works well for that team. And um, yeah, his shooting percentages are, are fucking crazy. I yeah, don't I mean, know. Yeah, Miles Turner. Anything goes in the lane on Miles Turner. Miles Turner's smacking <laughs> that shit. Yeah, swatting yeah. it down. Not in my uh, house. Like, and, like, and then uh, Malcolm Brogdon, another legitimate all-star uh, yeah. contender. I think I would be very upset if he wasn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played fantastic. Oh, yeah. Up until uh, this point. I mean, it would be very tragic to see something happen. But And they're just one of those teams, like, they're just good, you know? Mm-hmm. There's not real a real weakness, it feels like, to them. Yeah. Like, you know, with other teams up top, you know, it's like the Bucks. Uh, oh, their bench depth's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 76ers, can they make it work out uh, mm-hmm. between Ben Simmons and uh, – Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah, new coaching style and everything. Yeah, yeah so. Boston Celtics. It's like, oh, uh, how's it going to work when Kimba comes back? Is mm-hmm. he going to take the ball away from Jalen Brown? You know, Jason Tatum's the obvious head in I mean, the seven. Yeah. Uh, the Pacers are just kind of like, oh, they're the Pacers. Yeah, they're just yeah, good. Yeah. Huge weaknesses like a, mm-hmm. a lot of the other teams. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, while we're on the on the topic of the Celtics, um, just you know, the beginning of these these new uh, COVID. Regulations starting to uh yeah starting to halt games again, which is it is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at least in my personal opinion, it is it is is professional of them. You know, in the face of outbreaks happening, yes, that they start postponing these games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Although I I am disappointed as a fan. Yeah. To not yeah, be able to see these yeah, games, not but... be able to see these games mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's been talk of even just uh, postponing the entire league for a week. Of- week or two and i mean i would mm-hmm. i would be very upset to see that but if if that's what needs to happen to see everyone in the league healthy and playing their best game then i mean that's what needs to happen so yeah and i mean it's no matter just the climate we live in right now especially with covid going on it's there's going to be outbreaks you yeah, know and absolutely. it's uh like there i think it was seth curry 
mm-hmm. was on the bench. Yeah. And then he got the positive test and had to leave the game yeah. because he had tested positive for COVID. And exactly. like the, the hard thing is like, how do you manage that? You know, uh, a lot of them are expanding the 15 man roster, uh, yeah. G league affiliates mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's just, it's, it's very hard to do. And I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, of very good players going out. I mean, Jason Tatum comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Like Bradley Beal is out too, right? Uh, yeah. I believe Kyrie so. Irving as well. Mm-hmm. Well, well Kyrie, not, not because of that, but yeah, yeah, like, not because of that. <laughs> Kyrie's like on the flat earth right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, he's a little bit out of there. Speaking of Kyrie, I actually saw something on Twitter today. So, um, I guess with his new free time, now that he's not playing basketball anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in a um, a, a political uh, campaign Zoom. There was a, a screenshot for some political campaign, and he was in the Zoom call under Kai Irving so that no one would recognize him. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, that's such the, <laughs> the disguise. He's, yeah. he's just uh, he's not able to separate his outside-of-work hobbies with his actual, mm-hmm. you know, game time. So, yeah. I mean, we talked about him earlier. It's yeah, it's just an interesting <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I can't say it's completely unexpected. I knew something was going to happen with this Nets team, but uh, to to see this happen is very unfortunate. Yeah, and unprofessional. I think I think with the COVID stuff, the NBA definitely needs to do something before it becomes unmanageable. Because yeah, it quickly can become. That. I mean, like we all love the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't I don't think they could go another season but with yeah. a complete postponement mm-hmm. you know they wouldn't be able to stay afloat in the way we know it you know yeah exactly it'll just be really interesting to see yeah i mean the the season's already shortened mm-hmm. and with all the the postponements going on it's it'll be interesting to see how they execute the the rest of the season and all the games so mm-hmm. i'm curious to see um i hope it doesn't end in disaster but i think that is definitely a, a possibility that we have to to look forward to for sure all right i think we're going to take our final break here and then we'll go into our final mystery segment (laughs) now on the uh you know just on the odd off topic of uh climbing i actually have a small story it's not about myself though it's uh it's going to come from my brother's mouth to mine to y'all um and this this is another uh another young story of his he was about we'll say 10 maybe 11 Okay. So, that, so you know that's that's a fairly decent amount of time ago, probably about a decade. Yeah, um, probably. So it'll be in uh, my childhood home. We have this. Uh, we have this tree. All right, and this tree. This has been here for you know a good maybe half century so far. It, yeah. It's been there a while, and uh, a different story about it. But essentially, um, we we had to chain it up to make sure it would it would stay together. Oh yeah, because it, it would start to split down the middle. Yeah, and it could have fallen on the house. That would have been, you know, uh, how are you going to claim that to the insurance? Right? <laughs> we didn't put a chain around it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we didn't put a chain around it, and it actually it kind of grew over the chain. But that that again, that's a whole different. <laughs> so did you have deal. to rewrap the chain? No, the no. Chain? Actually, we uh we just cut that whole thing down when we moved because <laughs> okay. it was it was starting to become a risk. Yeah. But uh, Makes sense. You know, we're, we're getting away from the story. So my uh my older brother, his name is Zach. Uh, Zach decided this one day. He he was an avid tree climber. He liked to climb trees, you know. Okay, <laughs> monkey boy. Yeah, mommy's little uh, monkey. Uh, <laughs> so he would always he always climb our tree. On this particular day, he was he was feeling particularly brave. This was about you know a good uh, maybe a story and a half kind of tree. So you know 15, 15 20 feet in impressive, there. Impressive, yeah. Yeah. So 
Zach's like, oh, I, I'm going to climb it today. I'm going to climb all the way up, and I want to see what I see. <laughs> and, like, they're, they're pretty thick branches anyway, so he was, he was able to get up there. Mm-hmm. The issue is once you get up there, you got to figure out how you're going to get down. <laughs> yeah. You forget about that. Now, part, he started, huh? he's like, oh, oh, shit. And so he starts, he starts, like, descaling it slowly or whatever, <laughs> and um, his foot catches on, uh, on one of the branches. Was it a toe hook? Uh, <laughs> he didn't have any particular uh, thing, so it, it kind of like just like scrapes across, and so like he just lets go. <laughs> Wait, so was he barefoot? The yes. Pain. He, yes. Like, he just he that's just how he did it, and um, so like he he just let go, and um, so he's plummeting to you know what could be particular death because around our tree. We had uh, we had little pavers, little stones that we paved. Yeah, carved out a couple of spike picks around. Yeah, spike yeah picks. essentially. Yeah. So like, there, there's rocks on the bottom, but uh, his his forehead is just going for. It. What was that one book where the chick died because she tried to climb a tree, then she hit her head on a rock? I have no idea. What I don't you're know. Doing. That that sounds like some Isaac Newton type stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't understand that correlation. No, no, no not at all. But um, so no, he's plumbing. gravity, bitch. He's, yeah. He, He's plummeting as gravity does, yeah. and um, just by maybe by the grace of, of God or some earthly power, both of his feet catch on opposing branches, <laughs> and so it's just he's down and up, and it's just he did he's just laying there upside down, <laughs> confused as to why he's not seeing the, the great bright light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. and so he sprints inside, not. Not to go tell mom about what had just happened, but to tell me, Jake, you've got to try this. <laughs> how how did he get down from hanging feet first? He just so well, he was, you know, he, he was, he was within like, like a couple hanging? feet. Okay, he was for like a couple feet from near death, and so he caught, and he's just like, eh? and he just unlike unlatched his legs and just fell the rest of the way. It was so like, he was like two or three feet. Yes, interesting. And um, that that just brings us more towards a. Uh, the final the second. Theme, yeah, the theme of climbing or our final second. Uh, uh, if you if you were to choose uh, an NBA star player, uh, who would you to be the like, star the, player? Okay. Yeah, mine's not a star. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Defensive star. He's been all defense uh, once. Or first team all defense once. Okay, and right, he yeah, just a star. But. Yeah, that that would be good as a rock climber, like the best you can think. of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've gotten to know some rock climbing while we we're here at UNT. Yeah, we yes, do. Yes. So, uh, my player is Dejounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's well, his wingspan? Uh, yeah. So the man is six four. Yeah. So tall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's light. He's not heavy. Yeah. I, I mean, he's heavier. Uh, you know, because I mean, he's six four, got yeah. some muscle, uh-huh. but he's like that uh, thin kind of muscle, <laughs> like you. Yeah. Uh, you can't really tell they're muscular. <laughs> you know. They just look like twigs uh, yep. from a distance. Yeah, exactly like Jacob. So yeah, right. Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so he's 6'4", right? But his wingspan is six foot ten. <laughs> he's got a plus six wingspan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's definitely got the eight factor. Uh, yeah, I mean, like. I mean, That's like, literally the first thing I looked up. I was like, NBA players <laughs> yeah. with big eight factors. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't I didn't see anything. But he was talking about this guy that had a, a foot wingspan. Oh my god. He was like he was six nine with a seven nine wingspan. Oh okay. Like oh, oh you're gonna be yeah, you're not right. gonna be surprised. Yeah. Um I don't have a particular player, but I'm just like one that dude just be hilarious to see. Taco Fall. 
I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, just imagine too. Taco Fall just on a his wingspan. He just one move. Yeah, yeah, he has a wingspan of eight foot four. <laughs> oh my god, eight foot four. You have to put that into like into. You got to put that into real terms. That's yeah. like like at some he uh-huh. could reach yeah. the top the top of the world. Yeah, yeah. That's just, I mean, it is it is alarming. High. Probably because I know that at summit feet. um it is fifteen feet. Yeah, so, so he's gonna reach. He's gonna handily reach more than halfway up the wall. He could yeah. just start at like the half <laughs> <Yeah>. or three quarters <laughs> mark. Yeah, the part where Zach gets scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, that's fair. I don't know, just imagine. Because this man, he is he is more than, you know, just like 300 pounds as well. This man, is yeah. the, he's a heavy guy. He's yeah. a heavy set guy. Well, you obviously, be, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you have to be when you're, you know, above seven feet tall. <laughs> but just, just imagine. <laughs> like, it would be a sight to see. Yes, it would be more yeah, than a sight to see. The pure humanity yeah, yeah. of watching that, yes. And maybe just like falls down like two or three feet off this big wall. I mean, it would also be kind of scary to see, though. It would. Like, yeah. just, like, imagine walking in, yeah. just like this huge man is just like, like manhandling the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah just he's just taking towering. care of business over there. I think I would just leave. I'm like, well, I'm I'm, I'm just um, done rock climbing yeah, today. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't compete with that. Yeah, exactly. He can do what I can do in in one step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then my my one of my candidates because I have two. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Serge Ibaka. It's it's kind of okay. going in the opposite direction. It's less um, like tall and lanky and more just muscular build, and is going to be able to just power themselves through it. I feel yeah. like Serge Ibaka is a dino king. Like, yeah, for sure. The, I mean, he's 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 got the the height as well. He's in, he's no short man, obviously, but he's also just fucking ripped. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell sometimes, but yeah, Serge Ibaka. And he's then, also got the fashion. Like, yes, absolutely. Like the man is. Very fashionable. Yeah, have you seen that video with him and OG? Yeah, and he's like, hey, OG. I, I, made, I made the scoff first. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I made the scoff what are you, first. What are you doing, OG? <laughs> he's like, OG's like, oh, I just had the scarf. Like, I've been wearing the scarf. He's like, yeah. no. I, I put you on the scarf, man. Yeah. No, no. What are you saying, OG? I wear the scarf. <laughs> I have the scarf. Yeah. Um, and then similar, um, Andre Ingodala yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Same same build as, as Surge, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, those are my candidates. I, I think mean, it'd be impressive to watch. Y'all think? Uh, I think Zion would be too heavy. He would be, but, but the, the man could. The man could Zion. The man could get there. The man would rip the holds off the wall. Yeah, but he would get there. I mean, he he'd get have, there for about the half second before it just all yeah. comes yeah. loose. Yeah. And the whole wall plummets. would fall. He wouldn't be able yeah. to land properly though. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to land. Can't do it already. Yeah. I mean, John Morant would make an interesting. Oh, Rock yeah. Climber, just because of his pure, like, explosiveness and power. Exactly. And, I mean, he's kind of uh, got, a, got a skinnier build as well, which mm-hmm. definitely helps. I mean, the, the less weight, the easier you are uh, to pull yourself up. So, yeah, yeah I mean, John Morant. Dez already. Like, Dez, yeah, exactly. Dez is one of our friends who rock climbs with us. But he's, like, got that explosive thing. Yeah. And, I mean, times that by two is John Morant's yeah. freaking nature. And John Morant would be killing some of the pole. Yeah. I, I would I would pay to see that. That is that would be very I would not have thought it, but I like uh, I like John Moran as a candidate. Yeah. All right. So I think that kind of wraps up the first episode of the Basketball Buds podcast. We'll mm-hmm. hopefully we'll, uh, uh, we can improve from here. But uh, we'll yeah. uh, we'll be back on the airwaves here shortly. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. listening. Yeah. All right.